Just Our Real Estate, episode number 129. All right, welcome. Thank you for joining me here on Just Our Real Estate. I appreciate your time. I appreciate that you've tuned in and that you're spending a little time with me here today. My name is Mike Simmons. I'm your host, and I am really excited to get started with today's show. But before I do, I just want to make sure that everyone is aware that my coaching program for the month of April is now closed. It is full, and I'm working with some new students. I could not be happier. We're having a blast, and I know I'm going to change some businesses. If you want to get involved in my coaching program, though, I am accepting applications for the month of May right now. So you can go to juststartrealestate.com forward slash coach in order to apply for the May program. Like I said, I'm accepting applications for May. April's closed, but man, I am having a blast. This is a lot of fun, and I am really, I think, having a huge impact on some businesses. And according to my students, that is exactly what's happening. So I can't wait to talk to you. I hope you go there and check it out. And if you do, I will talk to you soon. Okay, now on to the show. All right, guys, thank you for joining me. Thanks for being here for another Quick Point episode. I appreciate you being here, and, uh, you know, today's Friday, so that's always exciting, the weekend's here, so very cool. Uh, I live in Michigan, so the weather's not cooperating. It's, uh, you know, it's in the 50s, and it's not going to be that great, but you know what? We had a rough winter, so I can deal with uh, a little bit of a little bit of uh, the cool weather as long as there's no snow. If you're in Southern California or Florida, Arizona, one of those kind of places in the United States, and it's warm there, well, I wish I was there. It sounds like a lot of fun to be warm. I, I'm looking forward to it, but you know what? Summer's coming, so I'm not going to complain. All right, today I want to talk about something that's on my mind because um, I have recently started talking with a couple of investors, um, investors, as a matter of fact, that I have met uh, as a result of this podcast. They've reached out and said, you know, we enjoy your podcast. We heard you either on this podcast or, or uh, uh, one of the interviews that I've done on, on other podcasts. And, uh, you know, like what I had to say, and, and, and we struck up a conversation, and, um, you know, one thing kind of led to another, and, and, and it looks like uh, with a few um, individuals here, I'm going to be doing uh, some deals. So that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited to meet new people always, and when it turns into a partnership where it's it works out well and it's profitable for both parties, that's even better. That's, that's a huge bonus. So... I'm really excited about it, and like I said, I've been thinking about it, and so in this episode, I want to talk about how to set up a partnership in real estate, and I don't mean the entity and which entity to choose and tax questions, not like that. I'm not talking about that kind of thing. I mean philosophically, and, and how do you do it, what is the reason why you would partner with someone, that kind of thing. So, you know, a partnership can be defined in a lot of ways, and it's important that you understand when setting up a partnership that the roles and responsibilities that are defined in the beginning can have a huge impact down the road, either for the better or for the worse, honestly. I've seen a lot of partnerships go bad. I fortunately have never had a partnership go bad, but you know what? My wife and I are partners in our business, and we don't take on outside partners lightly. So, you know, in my business, like I said, my wife's my partner. She's not only my partner as in spouse, but she's also literally my business partner in real estate. 
and we've divided the roles and responsibility in our business in a way that matches our individual strengths. And you know, that's really important in a partnership that you match each other's strengths and give roles and responsibilities that kind of complement those strengths. And you know, if someone's weak in a particular area, don't make them responsible for that. It just doesn't make sense. So you really, it really makes sense to, to partner with people, whether it's in a short-term or a long-term partnership, Partner with people who have strengths that are different than you or bring something different to the table than what you bring. You know, over the years, we've taken on partners for individual deals. Like I said, and most of these partners were private investors. And we did a lot of 50-50 profit splits um, on flips. And that was sort of how we partnered with people. They, they started at the beginning of the project. And by the end of the project, the partnership was over effectively. It was just for one deal at a time. And... In these types of deals, investors would bring the funding to the table, you know, all the funding that was needed, um, and that includes the purchase price, the cost of rehab, plus any other costs associated with doing the deal, like any marketing or anything like that. That was what the private investors brought. My wife and I would handle the acquisition, the rehab, the marketing, and ultimately be responsible for selling the property. Now, we don't always um, sell these on our own. A lot of them we list with an agent, but we're we're you know, responsible for dealing with that agent, for answering questions from potential buyers, and um, just handling the whole process, basically. And this arrangement has worked well for us many times over the years. It's been a great situation for us. And it's a great situation for our private investors. It's a win-win situation. And that's what you want in any business, any partnership. It has to be win-win. If one person's winning and the other one's kind of getting screwed, trust me, that partnership will not last. It will it will definitely fail. So you don't ever want to set up a partnership that only benefits you and not the other person because it just won't last. More recently, we've started paying investors a fixed rate of return instead of straight 50-50 splits. We've also started moving away from the 50-50 splits in favor of better terms. Now, we can do this because of our strong reputation in our real estate investing community here in Michigan and also our track record of success. Because it makes a lot of sense to invest with a proven company, investors are willing to take slightly less profit in order to feel more comfortable with the company and specifically the individuals that they're partnering with. Now, I don't say this to brag. I really don't. I say it to illustrate the point that after you have experience and a successful track record, you can and should start finding better and better terms for your deals. Whether that means renegotiating deal, uh, uh, renegotiating terms with current partners or current, uh, current investors, or just looking for additional investors to bring on board to use in your deals. Now, lately, I've also been speaking to private investors about partnering on buy and hold properties. As you know, I've talked about in the last few months that buy and hold properties are going to be an increasingly large part of my business. And I've been relatively quiet about it for the last month or so because I have been entering into talks with private investors uh, who are interested in, in working with me and bringing some of the financing to the table to buy these deals. So I've been working very hard and, and working out deals and, and structuring you know certain partnerships with, with individuals for the buy and hold um, strategy that I have. And 
I've even, like I said, I've entered into serious discussions about forming true partnerships and multiple deals. So instead of treating every deal separately, I've proposed profit splits that would carry over several properties with the same person. Now, this is not something that I've done a lot of in the past. Matter of fact, almost all my partnerships or anything that I've entered into with someone outside of my wife and I have been like on a deal by deal basis. And in the instances of what I'm talking about, these new deal structures that I'm setting up, a new LLC will most likely be formed and each partner will be getting a certain percentage of that LLC's profits based on their financial contributions as well as active participation in the property. So these are buy and hold, right? So someone has to be on the ground actively involved with these properties day to day, week to week, month to month. And somebody else has, you know, brings money to the table and that's their contribution. So these are being set up now and I can definitely say it's gonna be a win-win situation um, the way that we're gonna structure it. And if you structure your deals properly, they can be a win-win situation. You can really get creative with this, and that's what you need to remember. Uh, when structuring partnerships, anything is negotiable. Everything is negotiable, right? It's, it's all up to you and the other party to decide what makes sense and what's fair. There's not a boilerplate structure that you have to adhere to. It's all about what you and the other party agree upon. Pretty much anything goes, really, but I highly recommend that any agreement uh, is written up properly by an attorney so that everything is dis everything that you discuss is in writing. I also highly recommend that in addition to any mortgage or mortgage or promissory note documentation that you always have a joint venture agreement that clearly defines and outlines the specific roles and responsibilities including um, the limitations for each partner, right? It's it's one thing to talk about what everyone can do, but it's also important to put in the in the uh, joint venture agreements what you're not responsible for and what you don't have, um, you know, you don't have your hand in. So, in other words, if one person is solely the money partner, and one person is solely responsibility for the day-to-day -day activities, that should all be outlined in the joint venture agreement. Memories can get fuzzy. But documents are forever. So, you know, and nowadays in the electronic age, you know, documents can burn, they can get old, they can get lost, they can get shredded. But you know what? You can print more out. So, and you can have more copies for sure. So you have to make sure that everything's in writing. That's the best way to do it. I don't care if this is your family member. You should get things in writing just so everyone is on the same page. Remember, everything should be you know, reviewed by an attorney and all parties should carefully read and understand every bit of the documentation that they're signing. But it's totally up to you and your potential partner to decide how things will be structured and decide how the business will operate. Don't get, you know, boxed into thinking it has to be a certain way. It's anything you want, but just document it and have a lawyer write it up so it's very, very clear and and written in a way that that you know makes sense if it ever had to go to court. I do feel I do feel the need to caution you though that partnerships can be tricky and they can go bad very, very quickly. Think hard and make sure that everyone is protected and that there are contingencies in place if one partner should want to get out of the partnership. It happens sometimes. 
you know, partnerships, even if they're going well, somebody just wants out because maybe they just have a life event that is that is making it necessary for them to get out of the partnership and pull their money out or, or whatever, their equity or whatever it is they have in the deal. It, it can happen. It's things that are not, you know, you don't foresee everything. So if somebody wants out, those contingencies need to be in place from day one. Partnerships can be a fantastic way of getting more done than you could do on your own. Don't be afraid to partner with people, even if it's only on a deal-by-deal basis. Partnerships have done great things for my company and taken me farther, faster than I could have ever gone on my own. So get out there, meet people, network, and partner up. It's a great way to excel both of your businesses. Okay, that's all I have for today. Okay, guys, I want to ask one quick question before you leave. I want to ask you, are you enjoying this podcast? Are you getting a lot out of it? Are you finding value? Are you happy to tune into it? Are you feel are you feel energized when you listen to it like you're getting good information? If the answer is yes to those questions, I ask you to go to iTunes and give me a positive rating and review. Matter of fact, give me any rating and review, whatever you think. Just be honest and give me a rating review. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and that will help me tremendously. It helps me get found a lot easier in iTunes. And if I'm being found easier, that means I'm having more people download the uh, the podcast and I'm reaching more people and helping more people. So if you wanna help the podcast out, All I can ask of you is that you go to iTunes and give me a rating review. All right, I appreciate that. Until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start. 